whether you consider Kinsale to be the beginning or the end of the Wild Atlantic Way, it is a terrific spot to add to your itinerary. In today's podcast, we are venturing to Kinsale in County Cork. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I am really excited to talk to Cloda Fitzgerald. Now, Cloda has been a tour guide in Ireland for over 30 years. She's often hired by those larger tour companies that I'm sure you've heard of um, as a guide with them. And she also leads small bespoke tours. So I am really excited to get Cloda's insights today into an area of the country that she knows and loves very well and calls her home. So Cloda, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. More than welcome. Coming from a sunny Kinsale <laughs> in County Cork for once. The uh, the weather gods have smiled on us, but uh, yeah, Kinsale, I am lucky enough to call home. And uh, some of you may be familiar that Kinsale is known as the gourmet capital of Ireland. So uh, I'm going to say the big capital is in our house, <laughs> even though I don't do most of the cooking. But no, you have any number of superb restaurants on our doorstep so uh, Kinsale is very often referred to as a must-see on an itinerary Jody. I'm sure you're aware of that and I am here to say that is absolutely the case. And you know you say that and I think that is so true. I think a lot of people hear that they need to visit Kinsale but they're not quite sure why and so I, I really can't wait to dig into all the beauty and history and food, obviously, that Kinsale has to offer, as well as uh, some of the surrounding areas, because Kinsale is right there, uh, just kind of south of Cork City, right along the, um, the coastline. And it's kind of that tail end or beginning, depending on how you attack the Wild Atlantic Way. Well, we would always say the beginning. <laughs> but then you could also say you say the best to last. So there are two sides to every story. But yes, Kinsale is fabulous because we are about 20 minutes drive from Cork City. We are also about 25, 30 minutes from, uh, we're going to call it the real capital. I probably shouldn't. But, um, it's everybody... a phrase you hear often. Yes, indeed. <laughs> So it's very, very accessible. And whilst it is very, very well known, it is very popular as a, a Sunday day trip destination, even for Irish people. And what an awful lot of people make a mistake in doing is they'll say they'll go to a place and then they don't leave enough time because they get here and they say, oh, I only have an afternoon. I wish I had more time because for such a small coastal village, it really does um, punch above its weight. Um, for a start, I suppose, from a historical point of view, Kinsale would have originally, many, many years ago, would have been a former royal shipyard. And that, that accolade then went to Cove in East Cork. But uh, the harbour in Kinsale is just gorgeous. 
-hmm. you have two um, historic forts, one that faces each other from, you know, two different opposing headlands. So you have Charles Fort, which is a really, really beautiful star-shaped fort. And in true Irish fashion, I think I'm allowed to say this because I'm Irish, <laughs> it has a 100% failure rate. Can you believe that? And um, because of our situation right there on the Atlantic, it was built with the intention of being attacked by sea. So had it been attacked by sea, the fortress would have been impregnable. But unfortunately, it was attacked by land and they were sitting ducks. So, you know, I mean, it is a fabulous visit. So Charlesport would be one place you should. It is, it is stunning. Now, do you want to mention why? Because I, I thought that was probably one of the best stories when I visited um, Kinsale and Charles Fort was to why it was just absolutely worthless in a ground attack. It was worthless in a ground attack because A, it's situated right out on the headland, but B, it's kind of down in a hollow. So they had nowhere to go. They had nowhere to go. And, you know, I call it a bums away wall, which is kind of, you know, the way the one of those walls you look out over. Mm -hmm. And when you go into the fort, they're literally, there's nothing else on the other side. It's water. So they had nowhere to go. They were sitting ducks, unfortunately. And but it's, um, a, it's a great fort to, uh, to tour. It's really, really well um, restored and maintained. Yeah. Um, and but, yeah. you know, the OPW, even here, for your guests, if they're here on, oh gosh, is it the second, first, first or second Thursday of every month, there's free admission mm -hmm. into all of these OPW properties. So you can go in around them. And you can also go in around the whole area of Charlesport without actually going in to visit. There would be, on a total aside, this is one of the perfect places to go swimming in Kinsale, Sallyport, just down by uh, Charlesport. And then you can, you can tie in that visit with a walk from Charlesport that will bring you all the way down to the boatyard. And that's on a little coastal path. And it is heaven. Charming path. Heaven. You know, so walks would be a, a, in, a, in abundance. The other side facing Charlesfort, you have Jamesfort, which is up on uh, the opposing headland. And again, if you look from, you know, our maritime history, what they used to do uh, all those years ago, they used to have a chain that would go from one side of the harbour to the other. So if there were any kind of, you know, unwelcome neighbours coming in, 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 in vessels, they'd pull this chain and that would stop them getting into the harbour. So fab. So again, another walk up around James Fort. That is also open. And during the summer months, it's there for, um, you can have guided tours around it. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, it is locked a lot of the time, but you just need to, you need to know the right person. And sometimes that means asking them in the dock bar, <laughs> do they have a key to the door? <laughs> so it's, uh, these are things that if you're around and you're here, you get in on and you kind of, you know, you get used to it. So those are two major forts. Um, I suppose, again, sticking with the maritime theme, I'm sure some of your guests will be familiar with the Lusitania. Mm -hmm. 
And the Lusitania was torpedoed by a German uh, submarine on the 7th of May, 1915, 12 miles off the old head of Kinsale. So there is now a Lusitania museum that is out uh, at the signal tower out near the old head. They have also recently opened up a fabulous little cafe so you can get your, you know, your coffee to go and your, your cake. Um, and in fact, the museum in the heart of the town in Kinsale has some fabulous um, information all about the Lusitania. And uh, again, you can go in and have a little wander around. It's, you know what, it's, it's kind of like a small city. I'm allowed to say that, I suppose, because I'm a little bit biased, but there is so much to do in Kinsale. Um, you have your history, you have your scenery, you have the sea, you have any number of different walks. You can choose your restaurants. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there, there's loads of retail therapy. I know I'm probably not supposed to be saying that, but I'm, you know, retail therapy is the cheapest form of therapy. <laughs> I keep telling my husband. <laughs> but some really nice stores. You know, boutique style shops. So you'd have Granny's Bottom Drawer, you have Cronin's, you have the Canvas Works, you have uh, Giles Norman Photography, anything that takes your, your fancy. Mm -hmm. it, it's all there and can say a fabulous little shoe shop. Um, and you know, the characters you will always meet. Uh, somebody is always ready to stop and say hello or have a chat. Coffee is a big thing here, lots of little cafes. Mm -hmm. um, and do you know, it's, Kinsale just kind of makes your heart smile. It makes your heart smile. Um, we have any number of festivals that run throughout the year. I'm gonna pick one this year. I'm gonna say the Arts Week. Now, um, the Arts Week runs in, normally in the month of July. And, um, there's art in windows, there's, you know, exhibitions for kids, there's, uh, there's shows, really, really interactive. And it's a real buzz about the town mm -hmm. is probably the best way of putting it. Um, there is so much to do. Ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream. Ice cream on a rainy day in Kinsale. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Um, and do you know what? I suppose can't not mention our pubs. There is a lovely pub culture. There's also, again, if I tie it back to history, Alexander Selkirk and uh, Robinson Crusoe. Mm -hmm. um, there is a connection with Kinsale. So we have a restaurant called The Man Friday for obvious reasons. Um, apparently he had a drink in the uh, market bar. Um, now, market bar maybe as it were, or as it was <laughs> many, many years ago, not in its current um, um, situation, but lots of lovely little pubs, a lot of them offer food. Um, and you know what? There's a lovely atmosphere in the summer. You're sitting outdoors. There's heaters. Okay, now we're kind of hardy, I suppose. We're, we, we don't have the same weather you guys are used to during <laughs> the summer months, but um, it is. There's just a lovely, really easygoing atmosphere. Any number 
of restaurants that you could pick and choose from. Uh, if I were to give you my favorites, I would have to say the Supper Club, um, which is real kind of, uh, they make their own handmade cocktails. It's all, you know, there's just a lovely feel. The food is excellent. The staff are really friendly. Likewise, Crew would be another one. Um, an excellent wine menu. Now, I'm allowed to say excellent wine menu because I don't drink wine. So there is no <laughs> bias here in any shape or form. Um, but Colm Ryan, the, the guy who owns it, is um, really, really, he's a really good connoisseur of wine. So there's always something to, to go with your plate. Fishy Fishy, I'm sure you probably will have heard of Martin Shanahan. Um, and Finn's Table, John and Julie Finn, uh, another fabulous uh, location. But it is, you know, you, you have to spend time here to kind of absorb it. Uh, and it's almost, if you spend a few days in Kinsale, it's like the fine sand of our beaches kind of silts into your veins. You know that sort of thing? <laughs> it kind of, it grows on you. Um, yeah, ask me questions. What, so, what else do people want to know? So I remember during our visit, we did stay about three days in Kinsale. And one of my favorite memories was, so right there by the marina or by the harbor yeah. is Dino's Fish and Chips. It's still there. And number one, I remember their garlic mayonnaise because it... <laughs> was just exceptional but really one of the best memories my it was my girls and I and we grabbed fish and chips and we just went and sat down by the water and we ate and we just enjoyed watching the boats go in and out and the people walking by and it was just it was one of those perfect Irish evenings where nothing was in a hurry and you were just there you know you were you were part of it you were in no rush you were open to whatever was going to happen and it just I think that memory more than anything kind of sticks with me because it just felt good to be if that makes sense it does because you know I could be here on any given day and I might say to anybody in the house so I'm going down the town I'll be back in five minutes and they go, yeah, right. <laughs> because by the time I have walked from my house, I mean, I can see, I can, I look down on the town. So by the time I walked the five minutes, I could have been stopped by three or four different people and there's a chat. And that's what's lovely. There's a huge sense of community here. Everybody has time for everybody. And, you know, in, in the normal, in the normal sense of the world, it is a tourist town. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it is for Irish, for, you know, foreigners, people who come from far and wide. But that's what the town survives on. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is our bread and butter. And for that reason, I suppose guests or visitors are looked on in a kind of a very positive light. Um, any number of places for you to stay, like say, for example, um, Anne and Pat Hegarty in the Pierhouse B&B, 
which would be right next to Dino's um, fish and chip place. Now that kind of doesn't sound like a great <laughs> introduction to, to the pier house, but it's like a little secret garden. Uh, it's like an oasis in the center of town because you're right in the heart of it. Uh, absolutely fabulous. You have the likes of the Giles Norman townhouse. Giles Norman, for those of you who are not familiar, is a very, very well-known black and, uh, photographer that deals in black and white photography. And uh, they, have, they have a townhouse that is serviced and obviously furnished. You die, you'll think you've died and gone to heaven in all these rooms and you're looking out over the harbour. So, you know, Every budget can be accommodated in Kinsale, whether it's high end, whether it's budget, whether it's B&B, whether it's hotels, you know, the cafes, the lemon leaf um, cafe. So is, good. It is so good. But they are. And Tracy is actually, you know, uh, a girl I shared. I shared a house with in college. So that's that's how long we go back. But um, they are currently um upgrading so it's going to kind of be a kind of a bar bistro and a kind of a, a hotel style guest house so you have any number of options and you see the thing is jody is we have two amazing bookstores hmm. now amazing bookstores you could go in there and not come out <laughs> But I suppose books have to be your thing for that to happen. But really, you can do, there's a fabulous little guided walk around the town. They go from the tourist office. I've done that one. It's there. really good. And it's yeah. terrific and for families. It's And the kids love it. And, you know, David Peer um, also does a ghost walk. And that ghost walk goes from the Tap Tavern. And I can remember... Many, many years ago, when my own children were very small, I said to my husband, come on, we'll bring them on the ghost walk. And he went, no. He said, why would we do that? I said, come on. Do you know what? Now's our excuse. We can do it with the children, even though you might want to do it yourself. So we went and, you know, but they have actors in this walking tour and you're going around to all the various different so you're going to desmond castle which was um it was a jail it was it's also a museum of wine uh, you know the the wild geese all of that sort of stuff and these pirates hop out and they have kind of you know smoking scabbards and you know and the kids are all you know <gasps> the excitement and then halfway up by the convent when you're going up the old by the old walls of the town he stopped to, you know, tell some part of history. And this fella jumped out of a bin, <laughs> like a wheelie bin, but it was all part of it. So they're all planted. The kids oh, love it. They really do. They love it. So there's any, you can hire bikes. You can now hire canoes, paddles on any given day during the summer month. The Kinsale OEC, which is the outdoor education center, you can see them out in the water and they're, you know, the little sailboats or you can do stand up paddle boarding and uh, they do windsurfing lessons. You really could just come and, and use Kinsale as your base and kind of head out to Clonakilty and Skibbereen and over to Cove or use Kinsale as your base and go to Castle Townsend and go out on one of the, um, the whaling boats in the hope that you're going to see some whales and dolphins. Fab. 
That's excellent. I was actually just going to ask about using Kinsale as a base and the things that you can do, because not only can you do these things along the coast, but you're really not that far from Cork City. You're no. not that far from Blarney Castle, if that's on your on your to-do list. And then you have that beautiful stretch of the Wild Atlantic Way that, I mean, you're kind of darting in and out of coves and all these little villages and everything. So if people were to spend, let's say, three days in Kinsale, okay. where would you say they might want to consider visiting? You'll need a car to reach some of these recommended destinations. So I'm excited to partner with irishcarrentals.com to provide an unbeatable quote on your car rental in Ireland. Be sure to use code IFV for Ireland Family Vacations in the promotions box to save an extra 10%. Now, here come those recommended destinations. Okay. I would say they will probably spend the first day and first evening acquainting themselves with Kinsale or using the kind of late afternoon evening of each evening once they get back to kind of get to know Kinsale. I would say you need to do an afternoon in Cork City. Um, there's a fabulous, uh, the English food market, Cork City, it's fab, it really is. <laughs> Um, sorry, you can see where the line of my thinking goes, can't you? It's all to do with food. Um, Cork City Jail is fabulous. You can go up to Shandon Bells. You can do any number of different walks in around the city. Um, they have a fabulous art trail and your useless bit of information. I'm, I'm known for my useless bits of information. Um, Cork has, I think it's now 30 bridges. So it's like Ireland's version of Venice. It kind of crisscrosses because the river actually splits into two channels. So that would be one. So you could do Cork. I would then probably do Cove um, that you can go and visit our version of Alcatraz, which would be Spike Island. Fabulous that you go out on a tiny little ferry and you visit uh, the, the our Oh, you visit the fort out on uh, Spike Island that was used as a prison. And of course, you can do the Cove Heritage Centre visit, which mm -hmm. uh, does the whole story of immigration. It does the whole story of the most famous ship in the world, of course, the Titanic, uh, which left um, Cove in April 1912, if my memory mm -hmm. serves me correctly. But, um, and you know, there's some really, really cool things in that visitor center. There's, I don't know whether I'm, this is a spoiler alert, but um, memorabilia from this young man by the name of Jeremiah Burke, mm -hmm. who left uh, Cork on the Titanic. And about a year after the demise of the Titanic, um, a message in a bottle washed up about uh, two miles down shore of Cork Harbour. And um, the message in the bottle was farewell from Titanic, Jeremiah Burke. And his mother identified it as the bottle she had given him full of holy water. <sighs> so it kind of makes the hair stand up on the back of your head um, in, in a big way. 
Now, actually, do you know what? I'd be murdered if I don't mention, if I don't mention this. Golf. Oh my God, you can't come to Kinsale and not golf. You can't come to Kinsale and not golf. Um, most people will be familiar with the old head of Kinsale. Uh, it is a private members club. Uh, absolutely amazing. I have played it on quite a few occasions, I have to say. But um, golfers amongst you will probably refer to it as uh, Pebble Beach on steroids because 12 of the 18 holes look out over the water. So you have cliffs, you have hazards, you know, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And you can get green fees uh, without being a member. So that's not an issue. So that would be quite, um, whereas for regular 18 holes, you'd probably be allowing four, four and a half hours. I'd be allowing the whole day at the old head. So if you were golfers, and if it's, I'm not saying the men want to golf and the women want to shop, but if it's just the men want to golf, you know, we can arrange that we get them out to the old head and then the women do something else. So it's, um, that's a, another really big, um, it's a really big tick. I mean, a lot of people want to come and play the old head. So, I mean, you'd be along with, in with the likes of, you know, Tiger Woods, Bill Clinton, um oh you know who's who of you know glitterati uh have all played out in the old head so that's golf but then i would also say you see west cork you can head to i'm just kind of thinking in my mind here you can head from kinsale go to bandon go down to clannacilty mm -hmm. uh Clannacilty is another fabulous little town. You could see the, um, there's a museum there from Michael Collins, fabulous little museum from Michael Collins, some lovely, really cool shops. Um, you could go to Inshadani. These are all within an hour of, uh, of Kinsale. So you can kind of potter out and about. Depending on the time of year, you can also, um, there's loads of coastal walks. You can organize picnics and, you know, just be gone for the day. It really is. It's, it would really, I suppose, depend on what your interests are, whether you want to be out and about and in nature or whether you want to be going, seeing and in places. Obviously you have Blarney. So you have Blarney Castle. That would be 45 minutes from uh, Kinsale. And, do you know what? I think the most important part in, in anybody's holiday, if I've learned anything in the last year, is that don't plan everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, just don't plan everything because look what happens. <laughs> it's, you know, or, and, and sometimes the things you don't plan end up being the best parts of your holiday, whether it's the fish and chips in the rain, in the car park, where you end up speaking to the people, you know, who've got soaked coming home and you meet them in the pub that night for, you know, a few drinks. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing is actually, you know, it's, uh, it just evolves. You have to, you have to allow the magic to happen as well. If you've everything planned to the nth degree, 
Exactly. Yeah. And, and you can plan and plan and plan, but you're not going to see everything. So give yourself no. the time to exactly. enjoy where you are while you're there. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, swimming. I'm a swimmer, so I swim year round. I've had my swim today. Uh, you could spend a whole week in around Kinsale looking for different places to go swimming. So it's, uh, you know, the world is your oyster. There's horse riding here. You know, the list is as long as you want it to be or as short as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And it's, mm -hmm. it's quality sometimes, not quantity. Um, Very true. You just need to, I suppose, best way of describing it, Jody, you'll appreciate this. You can have all the plans in the world. And if you get up tomorrow and it's pouring rain, you're not going to want to go walk out around here, there, wherever. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you get up tomorrow and the sun is splitting the stones, you actually probably just want to go and sit on the beach. Yeah. So you have to allow for that kind of, you have to allow for that to happen. Very true. Excellent, excellent advice. Now, Cloda, as I said at the very beginning, you have been a tour guide for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, some of the largest tour companies that come to Ireland actually hire you as a guide. So you know Ireland back and forth, in and out, up and down, <laughs> east to west. Um, if somebody is planning their Ireland itinerary, mm -hmm. what are three places that you think they should really consider adding to that itinerary? Kind of the the spots that you would say they should search out and they don't have to be well known. They can be, but, but where do you think people should definitely consider adding to their itinerary? I think more than anything, I think you need to go off the beaten track. Um, now off the beaten track can still be um, a very well-known location. Uh, it can still be very popular. Um, but it probably will be or will require a little bit more planning on your part. So for me, uh, one of those would be the Blaskets, uh, Blasket Moor, mm -hmm. um, just off the Dingle Peninsula there. You can get a ferry from Dingle and you can go out for the day or you can get a ferry out and you can book one of the cottages and stay there overnight. And um, the Blaskets for the uninitiated were home to Peg Sayers. And Peg Sayers um, was on the high school honors Irish syllabus uh, as a, an autobiography that you, you just went through torture to have to study. And it's probably because of this woman that the island is famous, but it is amazing, all in capital letters. Um, another island I have to say is going to uh, draw my soul again, and that would be the Skelligs. And again, that's down, you would go down to, oh my goodness, I've forgotten the name of the village. Where do you go down to get the ferry? Um, 
Oh, goodness. Fort McGee. Um, Fort, yeah. McGee. Fort McGee. And you can get, you can go out on a ferry. It takes about an hour and a half to go out on the ferry. And there's commentary the whole way. It is weather dependent as to whether you get onto the island. Mm -hmm. But you can see an amazing, oh my God, it really is. It, it's unbelievable. You see the gannet colonies, you see puffins, all of that sort of stuff. But do you know what? You're either into boats and water or you're not, as you probably guess, mm -hmm. I'm into boats and water. So let's do one that has nothing to do with boats. <laughs> but before, before we go on to that, um, the Skelligs are one of those places and obviously you know, uh, Star Wars made them even more popular. Mm. Um, mm. There are limited numbers of boats that can go out to yes. the Skelligs. Yes. Uh, it is weather dependent. Yes. You do not want to just give yourself one day just in case the weather cancels you and you yes. definitely want to go out. Um, but also that is not necessarily safe for sure. everyone. No, I would agree. Now, Here's your sister, because even though I absolutely wanted to see it, it is 700 feet above sea level. There are no handrails. There is no safety net. And dare I say, I went up on my hands and knees and I came down on my bum. <laughs> what? There's at least one helicopter rescue on that island a year. At least. Terrifying. Terrifying is is the word so you so, know not, not for kids well i won't say not, not for, for young kids, kids. not really? for young kids but there were young children there and i was there going oh my god those parents need to be certified yeah you know it's it's something that i have all i've always wanted to do and i think everybody should see once but it is you know it's not unheard of that people will go They'll get off and they won't go up the won't go up to the, the, the very top, mm -hmm. which in many senses kind of defeats it. So for that reason, I would do the boat trip around and come back in again. OK, but um, the other. So probably not the best choice of mine, but look, do you know what? <laughs> so be it. Um, the other I would say that I think everybody will. Well, maybe not everybody. I love the Gara. I don't know if you're familiar with the Gara. The Gara is about two miles outside of McCroom in County Cork. And what it is, is it's a submerged glacial woodland. Uh, now, seeing is believing. It's actually a, a nature reserve. It's a wildlife sanctuary. It has, you know, global status of being an area of outstanding natural beauty and conservationists and all that sort of stuff. But what you actually see are the uh, the roots of the very last remaining natural oak forest. Mm. And they kind of peep up out of the water as the tide comes and goes. It is fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So again, if you want to if you're a walker, a hiker, a photographer, you know, if you have kids that you just want to let run wild and, you know, pick up, you know, gooey bits out of the mud on the, on the path, <laughs> it really is something else. But you could spend the whole day there with the camera. And the only people you're going to have 
are yourselves for company, which I think is actually kind of nice. Definitely so, yeah, a place that, on, that people probably aren't getting to. No, because they're, they're driving by it mm -hmm. on the way to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. They might see a signpost for it. They might see, you know, or they, they might just look at the other side of the road because if your head is turned to the left as opposed to the right, you miss it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody will have heard of Gugon Barra. Mm -hmm. But it's on the way to Gugon Barra. So they wouldn't see the garden necessarily. But, you know, it's, I'm only, I suppose, concentrating at the moment on Cork. I mean, there are any number of places all over the island of Ireland that, mm -hmm. you know, you know, we could be here till the middle of next week and we still would have only tipped the iceberg. But it is, Ireland is, it's magic. It is just magic. It really is. And do you know what? Whenever you can get here, make sure you do because, uh, yeah, it's waiting. It, yeah, that's that's so true. Um, I don't think there are any truer words that can be spoken. Ireland is a place that it definitely it. I don't know. It it for me it was it was a, like a homecoming. But I know even for people who may have no connection to Ireland, um, you know, family genealogy. There's like you said, it is magic. There is it's the the green of the grass it's the the blue of the ocean it's the pounding of the waves you know mm -hmm. even even on a, a wet and rainy day there's something about Ireland yeah and it's you know an awful lot of people think the weather oh it's cold oh you know and I'm there going well there's no such thing as bad weather it's inappropriate clothing <laughs> just you know dress accordingly you know our you'll be familiar with this Jody, but you can have four seasons in one day. Mm -hmm. You really, really can. That is not a joke. So if you don't like the weather, go and have a cup of coffee. And by the time you come out, it may well have changed. But, you know, start with a T-shirt and maybe have a sweatshirt mm -hmm. and a light jacket and, you know, maybe a baseball cap or a, a woolly beanie hat. It's uh, you're going to you're going to use them. Very maybe true. use them more than I would. But uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. My favorite, one of my favorite times to visit is in January because it is so much warmer there than mm -hmm. it is where I live. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's usually a good 20 to 30 degrees warmer. There are very few people. It's a perfect time to visit the cities. Um, but you, you know, you don't go to Ireland for the, the weather. You don't go for the sun and the beach. You go for the beauty and the history exactly. and that magic that, that just, it comes out of the ground. Exactly. And, you know, if you're looking at times of the year to come, uh, I know you've not asked me, but I'm going to volunteer <laughs> my little my little speak on it is I would be saying April and September or March, April, September, October, because uh, you've less people around. There's, you know, children or kids are in school. Uh, it's easy to get around. You know, I mean, everything has changed for us as it has for everybody else. So who knows what it's going to be like going forward, but you will have to allow an extra amount of time 
you know, to make sure that you can get in places, get out, get around, you know, but it's, uh, it is, it's, I'm glad I live here. I'm glad I'm Irish. Um, I'm very, very proud to fly uh, that little flag. Uh, yeah. So whenever you can make sure you get here. Exactly. And you know, that what you just said is exactly why my tours are in September. I always do a tour in September because the weather is still beautiful. The crowds are smaller. Um, yeah, it, it is my favorite, you know. You get your Indian summer. You get sometimes, and you know, this is another thing Irish people tend to say is, you know, we really only get the summer holidays when the children go back to school. That's when mm -hmm. we get the good weather. <laughs> because invariably, you know, for the month of September, you do get you do get really good weather. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it, it does, it does help. It doesn't make a holiday, but it helps a holiday. So Very true. I had the best homegrown tan yes, last year. <laughs> I don't know, no, don't know that I've ever had a suntan like it, unless I have another one this year. But it's, um, yeah, no, it's, ask me anything. So, yeah. Cloda, I, I know that, uh, that, you have loads and loads of advice to give. I know you have an Instagram account that people yeah. can find you on, and I will link that in the show notes. Perfect. If people have questions about visiting Ireland or they're maybe looking to, to have just a, you know, a, a private guide while they're down, maybe in Kinsale or uh, do a small group tour with you, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? I would say initially on Instagram, initially on Instagram and once they make contact me I don't have a website and I keep saying I'll get a website but you know what I'm Irish <laughs> <laughs> that's tomorrow's job and tomorrow hasn't come as yet but it's um I do this Jody because I enjoy doing it um not because I have to do it and I see I think that's that's the biggest thing for me so it is it is one-on-one, -on -one, it is very personal, and it is tailored to whatever you want to do. It's not what I want to do or what I want to show you. So by all means, I mean, connect with me on Instagram and we can take it from there. And I can then get you an email and get in touch with you or you can get in touch with me and we'll see where it goes. I mean, we have between myself, my husband, and a very, very good friend of mine, we have two vehicles, about to be three, but we have a Mercedes Viano that accommodates two, four, six, probably comfortably, um, and a, a Mercedes, not a Mercedes, a BMW X5 that would take two, really comfortably, four, generally but uh so your driver is your guide and your driver and your um yeah we're your direct line to Ireland <laughs> so you'll be able to find Cloda um on Instagram at Cloda's Travel Tales again that will be linked in the show notes as will links to pretty much everything we talked about because Cloda is full of amazing tips and you can reach out to her um, on Instagram and ask your questions or see if you might be able to set up a, 
uh, a tour with her, either of the whole of Ireland or just of her little corner. Cloda, I want to thank you so much for all of your information, for taking the time to share it with us today. Thank you so much. My pleasure, my pleasure. There will be a whiskey and a glass waiting for you in Kinsale, <laughs> Jody, when you get here. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> Wow, there was so much amazing information in this podcast episode. And as always, if there's anything you want to check in on, be sure to go to the show notes and head over to the website for all the links and information. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. And as always, if you have any questions, you can email me directly, jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com. Until next time, Slangaful.